I know last week we talked a lot about video games and Pokemon, Charterstone. Um, I was actually going through my um, my backlog of Switch games. So for to recap, I've got about 26 Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> Girl, that's a lot of cheddar. Um, and like some of them you can't beat, right? Like you're never going to beat Animal Crossing. You can't beat Super Smash Bros. Like those are just not beatable games. But mm-hmm. I still have a backlog of The Witcher 3, um, which is fantastic, but is also a 200 plus hour game. Oh, I, sh- I'm currently sitting at hour 50 something. So I'm only a quarter of the way through it. <laughs> And I've been playing it since early February. So I've been playing it for months. And I just, I had to put it down. Um, but I have The Witcher 3. I have, um, have you ever heard of Xenoblade Chronicles? Yes. Have you heard of Xenoblade? Yeah. Like, wasn't that a game that came out when we were like eight, too? Like, Xenoblade no. is old, isn't it? No, no, no. Xenoblade, Xenoblade is, I think the earliest game was 2012. It used to be called, though, there is a, a similar series, like a, a spiritual uh, predecessor called Xenosaga. That's what I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's the same, like, developers and stuff, but Xenoblade is a, it's, again, a 100-plus-hour RPG. I'm sitting at, like, <clears throat> 90 hours or something, so I have an insane amount of one-player adventure games to get through, open-world RPG adventure games to get through, and I'm just like... yeah. Thank goodness this lockdown got extended for another two weeks. Morbid. No. Um, <laughs> but I just, I got a lot going on there. A lot's going on, on Switch. It's a, it's a wonderful system. <laughs> um, speaking of a lot going on, um, welcome to the Full Volume Podcast. Welcome. Hey. Um, we are your hoes. G.I. Jolie. Just getting that <laughs> E. Just getting that E real early. Did you say hoes instead of hosts? Oh, we are your hoes. <laughs> I mean, Freudian slip. Yeah. G.I. <laughs> uh, Jolie and... Trailer Park Trash, gonna, Harvey Brent. I'm not even going to correct me. Yeah, no. I was like, do you know what? Spade a spade. I said what I said. Honesty is important. I said what I said to Misha. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching Legendary lately when my new thing is like, I love La Roach? And he's like, you did what had to be done. So I'm like yelling that at strangers. I like Like, that. Did you pick that cucumber up off the ground in the farm boy today? You did what had to be done. You have a farm boy in London? Yeah. Oh. Right? London is full of all of these like American chains. Right? It's American, isn't it? No, I don't think Farm Boy is. We have it up here in Kingston, too. Um, oh, okay. I think it's like an Ottawa-based chain, is it not? Let's uh, let's consult. Google. Take it to the Enterprises. <clears throat> Take it to the runway, the Google. Um, <laughs> Farm Boy is... Oh, Burlington in Brantford. No, wait. There's 37 stores in Brantford and Burlington. That Jeez. doesn't sound right. No way. That's, that's a lot. There's not even 37 Sobeys or Metros in that area. Right. Okay, let me scroll all the way down and go to... Oh, no, they have 37 stores in total, it looks like, possibly. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> more sense. Yeah, okay, so where did they start? Oh, they don't want to tell us. It's a secret. They're, yeah, the Farm about Boy's us... Secret. 
uh, is is keeping it fresh. Okay, so um, that'll always be a mystery, apparently. Betcha Wikipedia knows. Okay. That's what I was looking at. It started, sorry, it started its headquarters in Ottawa, but I don't know where the first store was. Okay, well, I mean, that's fine. We don't need to know, no. We just need to know. We just need to know. Eventually. We need to know that we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we just that's... need to, to know that they have strawberry margarita bread. What? That's uh, a thing. Yeah. It was right in the doorway uh, when I walked in. I went in there, admittedly, to get like apple cider vinegar, garlic. Um, and and uh, we got all of these tomatoes last week. So I wanted to make um, Jail McLean, which is like, it's like a, it's, it's like an, a, a Laotian salsa, but it's spicy. And you, you um, dip your sticky rice in it and you eat it with like oh. fried meat or whatever it is that you're eating that came off the barbecue because it tastes the best with barbecue. Nice. So when I jar it, I will send you a batch. I would love that, actually. I would be yeah. very, very much into that idea. You guys do spices, right? You guys can handle spicy? Yeah, I we're we're big spice people now. Okay, what's your? I don't I don't think I've ever known this. What's your favorite flavor of chicken wing? Of chicken, I mean, you do know that if you think about it hard, you do know that. <laughs> think honey garlic, you the honey it. girl. <laughs> yep, I do. All higgly piggly. All my cheeser. Yep, you do know that. Come on, <laughs> yep, big mamas. Windsor, Ontario. Visit them, but only when you're like severely obliterated. Don't visit yeah. them sober. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two a.m. Monday, <laughs> some Tuesdays. So, on occasion, some, sometimes on occasion there is like a dance party on a Tuesday. Weird, but so do you know what? I went to. I remember going to a double A, and there are three people there. Did I ever tell you this? That's not right. That's not okay. It was like there was a snowstorm too. Mm. And I was dancing and two guys from the newspaper were dancing. And uh, I think Tom was behind the bar. There might have been like the usuals. um, But like I. uh, Steve had just gone out of town, I think. Okay. And then I think you had also gone out of town. <gasps> yeah, those and that's were, those were dark days. <clears throat> yeah, and that's why I was I was like, why would I have been there without them? Oh, this must have been when you went uh, went out east. Yeah, I used to live out east. Yeah, and, and um, it was I remember the snow because you sent me a picture of your car and it was just a pile of snow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that happened. <laughs> okay. I literally, I left it in there for a month. I didn't touch my car for a month. It just sat buried in snow. I couldn't get it. Yeah. Does that like, what does that do to a car? Does that do anything to a car? I, you know, I don't know because I got in a very bad car accident shortly after that and it totaled the car. So I never had to worry about it again. It's oh. the, small, the small victories in life. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> did we do introductions? No. Yeah, we we did. We call each other hoes. Oh, we're there. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. Um. Well, we should talk about Drag Race today. Yes. Drag Race Down Under, to be specific. Yeah, because there have been a. I mean, there's been a void, ever since Drag Race ended. 
and Drag Race UK ended. I was going to say, let's be real. There's been a void since Drag Race UK ended. Drag Race US, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I personally think the 13th season of US Drag Race has the best runway song out of any of the seasons, but that's just me. Um, But I was very excited for Drag Race season 13 US to be over because it was long. (laughs) It was 17 weeks. Right? It was... that's like a season of our favorite shitty teen drama, Riverdale. I don't think I finished that. I I purposely save up on Riverdale. I don't watch it, and then I just binge the hell out of it, it okay. you know, for two weeks. That's my favorite yeah. thing to do. Okay. I think that's where, that's the point that I'm at, where it's like, I I have the last three episodes. Like, they've, you're done it. No. No, I, oh. I literally watched, like, two episodes of season five. So I'm, like, way behind. No, I think that we might be at the same spot. How many? Yeah, do you know what? I haven't even opened Netflix, to be honest. Well, everybody's about the Disney Plus these days. Yeah, I mean, so are we, but (laughs) (laughs) Disney Plus ain't giving us anything new. (laughs) Not until June 9th, no. No. Um, Have I been watching anything on Disney Plus other than Marvel television shows? Um, Oh, my God. Other than catching up on The Avengers? No. Um. You I have to, been watching. Oh, I was gonna say you need to get back on the netty because they released a new show. Uh, I think we might have talked about this in private before. Um, Frank Miller, I think, is involved. It's called Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy. Legacy. It's not bad. It's better than the reviews are, are were saying. Okay, because I yeah, a lot of the comic book Twitter is like, "What is this?" Oh, okay. Well, I haven't read the comics, so you know, I'm saying this just from a pure audience perspective i did not hate the first episode okay well i have a i have the issues i've read them i think the complaints not the complaints but the uh reviews or the criticisms were more about the art direction in oh. in so far as like the facial hair for some of the characters was really weird and maybe the costumes but i can look past that like if it looks hokey potatoes, I'm I'm okay. I'll still watch it. I like the books, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I really want to see Mark Miller's Magic Order though, because the first scene in that book is a murder, and I was really hoping that they. So I, ever since I saw Mark uh, Mark Miller at uh, Chicago Comic Con C two E two, it was like two two three years mm-hmm. ago now. Um, <laughs> the comic book syndicate made our not so glorious return because we'd been away so long, no one remembered us. Oh. Um, uh, but it was nice to just kind of be faceless in the media crowd because it was such, uh, it was such a crazy time. Like Shia LaBeouf was there, he, and he was like, he did like a pop up table, um, and a friend of ours was sitting beside him. Uh, did he cuss like, anyone out? <laughs> no, he was very kind. He gave me his email and um Shia LaBeouf's email? <laughs> yeah, because he was there to promote a comic book that he ended up stealing. That's the news. That's the thesis. Oh, um God. apparently the comic book he started to get, you know, it was his art phase. So before he had made it was during those two weeks. <laughs> Sorry. Prior to <laughs> shady. The shadiness. <laughs> wow someone is coming for him hard um that's fine i i like i like a little good competition 
Um, I mean, <laughs> not that he has any. Gross. Um, so anyway, he gave me his email to give to uh, Brian at my friend Brian, who at the, that then owned like Detroit Comics. Yeah. So he could get his book into uh, into the store there because he was looking for a way. Uh, he pretty much did a pop-up. He saw an empty table. My friend Johnny Desjardins at the time was illustrating, like, uh, was it the Phantom for Dynamite? He was sitting at his, the t- he sitting next to Johnny. Uh, he just, there was an empty table. So he just, him and his girlfriend came, put their things down. Mm-hmm. I noticed him because he had a hat on that said Laos and I'm Laotian. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet hat. Holy fuck, it's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and, wow yeah um but that's that's the th- c2e2 there was all kinds of people like that had you ever have you ever been to motor city comic-con in michigan i haven't been to the comic-con no but i've been to motor city comics so uh so it was kind of like that where celebrities just walk around because it was like more about comics they know. didn't like it was like uh they, they walked around and they shopped so it wasn't like an anomaly to see somebody like Shia LaBeouf sit down at a table mm-hmm. and start talking. I mean, mm-hmm. like he got swamped immediately after he like passed me his email address and all that shit. But like, I, w- I would say that's like crazy. It's funny because like my favorite part of the whole thing was that we discovered I had just watched um, Red Letter Media's Star Wars uh uh, Star Wars Phantom Menace review. You know that huge like six parter where he's like he plays there's he's voiced by a grumpy old man sounding character. Yeah. Those those guys exist in real life. They're like from Ohio. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> and I walk up to the booth and I said, "Are you Mike? Are you Mike? Cuz his name is Mike as well." And he's like, no, but he'll be back soon. And I think the guy who was like, no, I'm not Mike Staklasa, um, was, or is, I should say, the guy who he does the show with, the Half in the Bag show with, who looks like Mike L. Um, <laughs> but anyway, d- that doesn't matter. Like, that was the highlight of my <clears throat> week. One, meeting Gail Simone. Two, meeting Jill Thompson. Oh, my God. I was so scared of Jill Thompson, I didn't know what to say. Like... <laughs> fangirl for the art um <laughs> where were we what, i thought we were like, talking see? about yeah i was like wait <laughs> um but i thought we were talking about drag race that was that was a serious tangent that was a tangent yeah tangent <laughs> um that was a deep one i i thought we were talking about drag race i don't know how we got on the topic of Jupiter's legacy. We are okay. Back to back to. Oh, it went Riverdale. Ju- no. Yeah. Netflix. It was. Fuck. You're right. Let's go back. Drag Race. Okay. So let's talk about mm. Australia. We're two. We currently Us. are two episodes in because we're a little yeah. bit behind, but that's okay. Uh, we're behind did... as of like thirty minutes ago. They just released episode three thirty minutes ago, so we're okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay, so match game second episode. Yikes! <laughs> oh, was... well, okay, but overarching, first of all, okay. Drag Race Down Under. I am not the vibes are not there for me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, first of all, it has you know I said season thirteen of the U.S. had the best runway song. The Drag Race Down Under has the worst runway song 
ever. Hate it. It's the worst. The production value is not there. Rue looks bored. Michelle looks tired. And Rue's makeup is not there. The cinematography is not there. The set no. is not there. It's just, everything is just off. And I'm, I'm thinking just maybe because it's a smaller budget production company. Like, it's filmed in New Zealand. Keep in yeah. mind, it was filmed in COVID, dur- uh, during COVID in New Zealand. Because New Zealand, as we know, is the only country that had their shit together. Um, so that's where they filmed it there. But I don't think the budget is there. And so it feels it feels like season one of American Drag Race. Like, it's it's yucky. Mm-hmm. And there's eight mm-hmm. episodes. I'm just reading now that there's only going to be eight episodes. So maybe that's why they're fast forwarding a little bit. Um, the I think that we had talked about it before, but I had said to Harvey Brent that I wasn't sure about some of the queens that we were seeing. And I what again, I'm not familiar because the world of uh, drag and runway mm-hmm. and ballroom is all very newish to me. I'm still a baby, uh, but is American drag is some of American drag informed by uh, pageantry? Yes. Yes. So then, what is Australian drag informed by? Is it formed by? Is it informed by North American drag? Like, is it? You know what I mean? A byproduct. It's a or, derivative. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's also the issue with Canada's Drag Race too. I think it's both Drag Race Down Under and Canada's Drag Race is derivative of American Drag Race. And so there's a lack of, I don't want to say authenticity, but a lack of like, it's not ingrained into our culture as much as it it is into American culture. Yeah. So there is like, there is an element, an outsider element uh, that is inherent that is coming through with this cast and there always will be because this will always be an outsider sport. Let's Love it. just, yeah. Um, but there's, it's, it's like you brought up Canada. So let's use that example. So dra- uh, drag race Canada, um, just like, and I think is, is a derivative. It's informed by its American counterpart part, much like, like, um, but I, sorry. Let's just, I was going to say much like music, but that would have caused another tangent. Um, <laughs> so like Big Brother and uh, Drag Race, they are both informed by their American counterparts, but to me have something very specifically Canadian about them. Whereas uh, Australia doesn't have anything particularly Australian about it, other than the fact that there's australians in the show yeah you know what i mean like we don't have like in canada's drag race you know we had like the denim challenge and and whatnot i i'm trying to see where they're going with this granted we're only two episodes in so like maybe we should yeah. give it a break but mm-hmm. like yeah there's gotta be there's some sort of way that you have to make something about their country you know editorialized like you know an editorialized what like um crocodile hunter costume like what like where are you going with this you know so it's i'm you're right like hopefully it lets us learn more about australian culture if if they do reveal more but i do worry that there's not enough to to pad out the season like the runway for episode two is sea sickening and it's like which is a hilarious of a name but like so many countries border an ocean or a sea so like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like eh. yeah eh. and like 
Oh, I get it. One of your like Reese Nicholson. He's an Australian comedian, but outside of outside of uh, Down Under, I don't know who he is, or I'm mm-hmm. not familiar with him. Um, so like Canada's Drag Race had an all Canadian judging cast, right? Yeah. So while I would have loved to see Rue on the panel or Michelle a little bit more, I don't know. Um. There was something about Stacy and Anne Brooklyn that just. I love them. Yeah, I I don't. I don't want Rue to be a judge. I just want. I just want them and like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I'm sad that he's not going to be in season two, but I loved him in season one. And Canadian Canadian Twitter dragged his shit all over the internet, like Uh. because he was so the interpreted him as, as nasty he seemed kind of dour he I, it could be the way that the producers edited it i don't know but he i don't know like his confrontations with jimbo and stuff and i was like hmm, oh. you're coming for the fan favorite this isn't gonna go over well for you and and you know I, I read an interesting take once that said like i feel like jeffrey wouldn't have been getting this amount of shit from people if he had done this like 10 seasons in it's like the first season he's judged it's like it's almost like what do you know about drag race you know like you've guest judged a couple times at rue in the american one but like mm-hmm. rue has rue and michelle have the platform and they have the experience to be bitchy and make those cutting comments jeffrey doesn't mm-hmm. yeah know? and like stacy comes from fashion so yeah. and brooklyn is a drag queen so yeah. that's where you kind of get it gets messy like I get why they wanted to have him as the third host. He's gorgeous. And he's, he's Canadian. The, he's Canadian. He's in the community. Yeah. But again, he should have maybe. Che- I get. I get it. Mm. I agree with you. Maybe he could have checked himself a little bit. And then again, too, like we don't know how the editing was for it. Like, <clears throat> who knows? And not to he mention, gives, yeah, Canada's Drag Race eliminated Juicebox first, which is not okay <laughs> no we yeah we're here for juice that was harsh yeah. that runway though i can't believe they did a sewing challenge the first the first as the first challenge <clears throat> but i mean if you put that up against uh rita vegas like she made a freaking coat out of a sleeping bag rita vega did or didn't do you mean she make like a, a puffy mean- coat Oh, I, I was thinking Utica in the American one with the, the sleeping bag couture. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Rita Vega's, like, puffy coat mm. um, in the Canadian challenge. No, maybe that wasn't the first one. You know what? When you put up her, when you put up the sewing challenge against the other girls, it wasn't as great. But I don't think that, I don't think that she lost that lip sync. Yeah, you know what? I've actually, I've watched it the other day, and I agree with you. I don't think Juicebox should have lost that lip sync. I hope they pull a Vanjie with her and let her come back for another season. Like they did with like Shangela and Vanjie, where they were the first out in their original seasons, and then they came back for -hmm. the next season. Because I feel like we barely scratched the surface with Juicebox. Yes. Also, we're partial to our Windsor-Essex queens, so. Yeah. And uh, my fellow university of windsor alum <laughs> yeah that's right that's right but yeah, um so juice has been streaming on twitch 
um, under uh, Juicebox Queen. So have a look. Subscribe. Definitely subscribe to Juicebox's channel. Yeah, she or I should say she. I I guess I don't know how Juicebox identifies out of drag. I apologize. Um, But Juicebox um, is super entertaining on Twitch. If you like Kingdom Hearts, if you like Pokemon, if you like Dead by Daylight, they stream that. So it's it and juice box is really fun to interact with <laughs> yes i remember i'll just call her jp uh that's how i know her yeah uh, being one of the most effervescent funny people like you know how when you go to school or when you attend class and you're just like having a shitty ass day and like the sky is great and everyone else is shitty even when they were in a bad mood they were in a good mood they're in the best mood and the, the, he never let anything kind of even when he was like fucking mad he was happy and it made it made my it lifted my spirits because art school was crap mm. and apparently i i got in on the twitch stream just as they were wrapping up their conversation about art school <laughs> yeah cuz he was like are you oh my god is this the gi jolie that i went to art school with whole Jolie, I was like, yes, it's yeah. me. And then I immediately hit subscribe. <laughs> yeah, no, Juicebox is great. So I hope we see more of, of Juice. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to see more of Kingdom Hearts too, because that yeah. is trip. I love Kingdom Hearts. I also have the board game. Did I tell you that? There's a board game? There's a board game of Kingdom Hearts. It's not bad. It has really, like... It, it's been like review bombed online on like famous board game websites. It's not terrible. It's, I don't know if you've ever heard of the board game from the 80s called Talisman. Yeah. Uh, it's a reskin of Talisman. So it's Talisman, but it's everything's reskinned as Kingdom Hearts with a few extra mechanics added into it. It's good. There's, there's some like errors though. So like you have to like go on Reddit and like, like, oh, the, the developers meant this and stuff. But it's, it's a nice, it's a nice board game. Okay. Cool. I'm into it. I, yeah just learned about talisman because I, I i'm in our board games on reddit and someone was like remember this game well it was like on the tip of their tongue mm-hmm. um they just couldn't remember they just couldn't remember what the game was and someone's like that's talisman and i was like talisman what is this sounds like witchcraft and then i was like Google. <laughs> before you know it it's 3 a.m and i am watching people play talisman on youtube anyway <laughs> Drag race drag down, race down, down under. under. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we're never can Jean. Okay, <laughs> so getting up to speed, we've talked about overarching some concerns about Drag Race Down Under. Let's talk about specific episodes. Episode two, I was gagged that Art Simone was eliminated. Gagatrandra, really? I was gagged. She, I thought from the first episode that Art Simone was going to go far. I think but, everyone else did too, <laughs> like including the cast. Yeah, yeah, they were all they were all gagged too. They were shook in the bag, and like her yeah. reaction to getting eliminated, <gasps> it, it haunts me. Right, but here <laughs> is okay. Ours, okay. I feel I feel like that. Remember how we were talking earlier about how uh, there this this maybe drag maybe we don't know we're just speculating really maybe drag in australia and new zealand because there's some new zealand cast because of where they're feeling maybe perhaps it is informed by north america but having said that there's got to also be 
uh, history, right? So here's the thing. Apparently, there's another drag show in Australia that's produced by Warner Brothers, and it's called it's it's hosted by two of the contestants, Anita Wiglet and Kidamine. Yeah, they are both the hosts. Uh, so it's like, of course. Oh, you're talking about House of Drag. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. So it's like, what other history in drag do we not know about that's across the world pond? <laughs> hmm. o- ocean? Yeah, at this point, it's not a pond. It's an ocean. Yeah. So, like, uh, <clears throat> I, f- I thought maybe that they were so shocked because they all knew, like, in the drag community that, um, like, Joe Black... Uh, was in Drag Race UK that they were like prolific like mm. um, <clears throat> Tina Burner Tina Burner is not prolific sorry <laughs> <laughs> you, you, they have a history excuse me oh okay I gotcha gotcha um, so yeah so that maybe they have a history or uh, like BB Zahara when BB Zahara came back, they thought maybe, well, this, she's like the first drag queen in the world. Like, why wouldn't she win? Well, here's the thing. You still got to lip sync for your life. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have it, well, when you don't have it, you don't have it. But that lip sync was not, it was like underwhelming on both of them. Also, account. how can you have Kylie Minogue guest star and not lip sync to a Kylie Minogue song? Like, right. what? <laughs> what universe am I living in? Like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, it's like, could you not get the rights? I don't understand. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know how that, I don't know how the licensing works. Um, But may, maybe that's it. But she's sitting right there. She, well, she was sitting there virtually. But yeah, like, it was, well. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You get it. But I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. The vibes are off. I'm I'm obviously I'm gonna finish it because I, I like drag race, but it's not it's not as good as UK drag race. I, I don't even think actually so far it's as good as Canada's drag race. I think Canada's drag race is better. Mm. But we shall see. We shall see. Um who are you? I see that's the thing I can't even ask because I don't even know who's corner <laughs> I'm in. I, I guess... really I'm not feeling a connection to anybody. I guess I I guess I enjoy the hokey style of Karen from Finance. I guess, <laughs> but you're right. I'm not like love, but you know, it usually takes a few episodes for me to like really latch onto someone. Anyways, but I guess if I had to pick someone, it'd be Karen. Right, it's true because just like UK, UK, like I didn't. Uh, I honestly thought Bimini was going home. Yeah, me too. I didn't fall in love with Bimini until after they came back from COVID. No, that's crazy too, eh? Is that they had the chance to kind of redeem themselves in a way that no one has ever been able to before, which is yeah. really fortunate for them because they came back fierce. Bimini was like, um, was exactly what she says she was, like a cross between Marilyn Monroe, but wet Pamela Anderson. Mostly <laughs> just a wet Pamela Anderson. But like, they had more Marilyn Monroe when they came back. So yeah. it was kind of, it was kind of nice to see that emerge. Those nipples of the face emerge. So love her. Yeah. Love I love her. her. Really thought she should have won, but I'm not angry. Too. Not angry that Lawrence J and A won either. So yeah. 
Sorry, my allergies are just going nuts. We have all the windows open now that it's like warm out and oh, I'm dying. Excuse me. Whew. Well, I mean, do we have anything else to cover from Drag Race Down Under? Like, there's not a lot to talk about yet. Like, we, I guess no. we just have to, we have to put a pin on it for that sake and just, just acknowledge that we're going to move forward and keep our eye on it. But yeah, so far I'm not loving it. We're, yeah, we're not loving it, but we're watching. Um, yeah. So, I mean, let us know who your favorites are. Um, yeah. Maybe they're not our favorites. Maybe you do too love Karen from Finance. What's your drag name? If you were to have a drag <laughs> name, what would your drag name be? Let I us have, know. Oh, I have okay. I have many. I have Scully-osis. Um, <laughs> I got a few. I've got... Um, oh, gosh. What was the other one I just thought of there that was really... Oh, Iron Maiden. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's for my strong grip. Um, <laughs> so I've got I've got names. I've got. Do you have any drag names? Uh, Elizabeth Bath Hori. Oh, that's a good one. From my love of bathing in the blood of virgins. <laughs> Been there, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. It's it gets messy, but it gets. I do what needs to be done. <laughs> Minerals, baby. Minerals right? on the skinnies. Uh huh. Um. Though I really, there have been some days though, some nights rather, where I do actually wonder if the fact that they are a virgin makes a difference. I know, right? But I have not had to cross that bridge yet. Give me a, <laughs> give me a well-fed whore over a virgin any day. <laughs> yeah, maybe the blood is more supple. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Sorry, we're going to get shadow banned for, uh, for our murder <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I totally we, cut off your sign off there. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, oh, yes. So if you have a drag name that you prefer, we read out on the air because we will do it if you send it to us. We will. You can send it to us with all your great mail at fullvolumepod at gmail.com or you can tweet at us or you can like maybe Instagram DM and we might see it. Because um, to be honest, slipping into DMs on Instagram is still weird for me. Um, and I will not, if you are a stranger, I will not reply to a messenger message. Unless you're hot. And even then. Oh, I would. Oh, I'm yeah? Wet. <laughs> well, I just, I, I get to see what they're all about. Like, oh my god. Who is this oh. mysterious stranger saying hi? Hmm. I'll have to rethink the, my tactics then. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, a, I'm just like a bog witch and I prefer... <laughs> to be alone in the woods um i I just killed a few of those in the witcher actually bringing it full circle really yeah (laughs) killed them (laughs) i I had to they they were keeping children captive oh see i mean that's where i draw the line yeah leave the children out of this (laughs) virgins yes white goats yes children don't mess with them never ever mess with children's and pets Mm. you can catch us at www.comicbooksyndicate.com you can listen to all of our episodes or watch the video versions of those episodes there and on youtube at comic book syndicate or at comic syndicate hashtag full volume pod until next ish week i have been your host jojo lee and i'm harvey brent so keep it loud Keep it at full volume. Bye. Bye.